Welcome to Freedom Through Truth, a broadcast outreach of Ministries of Wayne Weaver, bringing the freedom of God through the truth of God's Word. So much hope for, because Israel never had a king until now, and so now Israel has a king, and now the king goes wrong. So Samuel, what did he do? And I get a lesson from this, and I, I want you to hear this. Samuel said like this, yes, but God, if I will take this bottle of oil, and if I go down, which was in a horn at that time, if I go down, and if I will anoint another man, Saul will come after me, and he will kill me. And here is an example that God spoke to me already, and I want you to hear this. God responded and said like this, I want you to go down and anoint, go down to the house of Jesse, and I will show you a man that you shall anoint. And he said, well, if I do, I fear Saul. This is what God said. Listen to this. He said, take a sacrifice. The sacrifice will always protect you. What is a sacrifice? When I'm asked by God to do something, and I do it in obedience. Say, for instance, God is asking me to... Uh, to come out here and anoint somebody with oil. And I say like this, yes, but there are some people that'll have issues with this. Not in this church, you, don't, you won't, I understand that. But if I would say that, there's people would have issues with this. And so I would say, and then God says, take your sacrifice. In other words, die to yourself. Something has to die. And when you die to yourself, you seldom see the enemy win. It's the power of the cross. The power of the cross is the power that, it's like, God, I want to get even with somebody because they have wronged me. They have hurt me. They have done things to me that are not good. And, and somehow I need to get even. No, take a sacrifice. Die to that. Die to yourself. And when you do that, it goes away. And the enemy then is no more your enemy because you do not see them as an enemy. Now you love them. That's how it works. Take a sacrifice. If God asks you to do something, if God asks you to do something in life, and you feel that you do not have the grace to do it, the answer is this very simple answer. Take a sacrifice. Die to that. Just die. Go to the cross and die. Lay down your life, and then you will not be overcome. It will not even take courage because then God will see you through. And this is what an anointed person will walk in. This is the life that I see in David. This is the life of David versus the life of Saul. When Saul started going wrong, he, he started going wrong and he would not correct. When David started going wrong, he corrected. And there's the difference. And the, the subject title today is the key of David. Now, I would like to close this, the, the message with talking about this key. It's a key that the Bible says that God has given to all of us that believe. He has given us, the church, the keys to the kingdom. And we want to take a look at the keys to the kingdom. And the keys are to bind and lose and so forth. Now, 1 Samuel chapter 16, verse 13 we start with the story of David. Then Samuel took the horn of oil and anointed him in the midst of his brethren. And the Spirit of the Lord came mightily upon David from that day forward. So Samuel rose up and he went to Ramah. Notice one thing. After he was anointed, the Holy Spirit 
became powerful in him. That's exactly what happens when you get anointed by God, when you're anointed by the power of the Holy Spirit, the, the might and the power becomes visible. In other words, you become powerful for God. You will not go on through life in a nonchalant way and be inactive and ineffective. When you have the Spirit of God, you will increase in the wisdom of God. You will increase in the, in the anointing of God. You will increase in the power of God. Now, unless you turn wrong. And here is again the difference that I need to bring out. When David went wrong, he was corrected. Remember, he did the wicked thing that even Saul did not do. But he did the wicked thing when he saw Uriah's wife. Uh, and you know the story. He ended up killing him, bringing him in from the battlefield and destroying him, and then marrying his wife and having a child. And I mean, you look at the, the, the messed up life that you can imagine. He was king. He thought he was in charge. He thought he was in control because he was king. He was doing these things until Nathan came as a prophet and he stuck his finger in his face and said, David, you are the man I'm talking about. You're the man that sinned. Saul would have said, no, I'm not. And probably would have had him dead. But David said, you are right. The difference in the keys, and if I can tell you this, if you can learn this truth, and, and it's a mystery to me why some people never learn this truth. Some people don't get it here. A spiritual person, somebody that is absolutely a spiritual person, when he is wrong, he allows himself to be corrected. He can say like this, God, I'm sorry, I failed. That's a spiritual person. But the other one will not yield that way. He will yield that way in some small details. But it's when it's anything to save their face, he will not do it because he's carnal. He thinks different. He has to save his faith, his face, not his faith. And a spiritual person will, and I have to say this, faith and face. It's a little difficult for a um, Dutch-speaking man. A man that is carnal will try to save his face. A man that is spiritual will save his faith. There is the big difference. And David, he had the key to the kingdom, so he would always save his faith. And Saul tried to save his face. Now, how is it with you? Do you get very uncomfortable when your face needs saved. When you get very uncomfortable with a, with a sin or a problem or something you've done wrong, do you somehow need to cover that up so people think well of you? Or will you try to save your faith between you and God? There is the big difference. And the carnal man will always try, I'll say it again, he will always try to make himself look good. He can put a smile on his face. He can put a happy face on. He can put a sad face. He can do whatever. He has the face of a Jezebel. So he can basically paint it however he wants it. That is a carnal man. And when you step on his toe, he will ouch because his face got hurt. It's the difference. One will reign as a king, and the other one will lose his crown. There is a difference. The big difference in the key of David versus what Saul had, having the same anointing. Listen, 
They had the same anointing, anointed by the same man, the same calling to be king, both of the children of Israel, or of Israel, I should say. They were both called to do the same. They were both anointed to do the same. They were both anointed by the same man. They were both anointed by God. They both had the same authority, but one tried to save his face, and the other one always tried to save his faith. There is a difference. And when you try to save your faith, and that's the spiritual life that is in you, you don't mind to be wrong. You just want to be right with God. But when you try to save your face, you cannot afford being wrong. You've got to always be right. There is a difference. One has a key to the kingdom, and the other one is always shooting against the kingdom. He would, he would like to take that kingdom, but he wants to do it because of his face not his faith. It's a big difference. There is the difference between the two, if I can kind of wrap it up that way. Now, what happens here then, we look at verse 14. It says, But the Spirit of the Lord departed from Saul, and an evil spirit from the Lord troubled him. I don't need to go into the details of what I spoke about last Sunday, about both Saul from the Old Testament and Saul in the New Testament. Both came from the same tribe of the Benjaminites. So that is interesting, and that both of them had a spirit that was dealing with them. But I will not go uh, speak any more about that, but go to 1 Samuel chapter 8, verse 9, and I want you to see something. Here it says, and this is what happens with a carnal man. In fact, I'm writing, I, I just got finished writing a book that have a lot of things that I've got written down concerning the carnal and the spiritual man. And again, I'm starting again a new book that I'm writing. And again, I've still got some things that I'm dealing with in that, even perhaps in more depth. In 1 Samuel chapter 8, 18, verse 9, it says, And Saul, I, David, from that day forward. It was the anointing that was the threat. You see, one of them was anointed by God. He was under the authority of God. He was living in the power of God. And the other one wished he would. And the wished he would man is the one that was always jealous and he always tried to somehow destroy the life that was in David. And so David would have to always run. Now, when you look at this, I've walked in Israel in, in those places where David was, when a lot of these battles happened, where he was, in fact, saw the very cave where he hid when Saul met him down in En Gedi. And if you look at the life of David, the life of an anointed man, this man was always, somehow, he was the one that was being hunted. There was always a hunter after him. There was always somebody finding fault in him. There was always somebody trying to destroy him. And David could not understand. At one point, he even said, Why? Who am I? I'm a lice. I'm a flea. He said, I'm nothing but a lice or a little flea. Why am I? Why are they so against me? Why am I so hated? Why does Saul want to kill me so bad? Why is he after me? Why does he send the big army that he has? Why does he send them after me? And he said, why? I'm nobody. I'm not a threat to anything. But it wasn't that. There is a whole kingdom that stands behind all this, and it's the kingdom of the enemy. It's the devil himself and all his angels are trying to destroy somebody that has the anointing of God on him. But what we'll see as a result is the one that has the anointing of God on him. He is a king in the kingdom of God. 
We'll see that. And he has some powerful things. He has a powerful key that he can unlock and he can lock. He can open heaven and he can close heaven. He can bind and he can lose. Bible says that. It comes by way of the anointing. And not only the anointing. I believe that there are, are people that claim the anointing of God that do not have the key in their hands because they fear man and not God. In Psalms chapter 89 verse 20 it says, I have found David my servant. With my holy oil have I anointed him. Verse 21, with whom my hand shall be established. Mine arm also shall strengthen him. God said himself that he anointed David with oil. In 2 Samuel 12 verse 20 it says, David anoints himself to shake off grief. Now, David was anointed four times. And I believe that if you're faithful to the first anointing, I wish somebody would have told me this years ago. Because there's times in my life that after I was anointed by God, by the Holy Spirit, that I felt that I need another anointing to take me even deeper. But I didn't know. I thought there is only maybe one baptism of the Holy Spirit that can come or one anointing. But I seek for something even more than what I had. And here we have record that David was anointed four times. Four different times. In fact, one time he anointed himself with oil himself. Why? Because of grief. And that's what I just read here. He anoints himself to shake off grief after his son died and just before he enters the house of God to worship. David knew what it is to worship God. We read that in the book of Psalms. You know why? Because his life was always under pressure. He always seemed to have a threat against him. He always had a watchful eye finding all kinds of things against him. And they wanted that life destroyed. So David learned to walk with God in a very careful way. In fact, he relied on God in every way. He was continually relying on God. And before he goes, now his, now his son dies. One of his, or his, one of his children, let me say this, say, yes, his son dies. We hope you've been inspired and changed by today's message. If you wish to listen to today's message or for other audio and video resources from the preaching ministry of Wayne Weaver, please visit ministriesofwayneweaver.com.